boobs, abs, butts. Let's talk about all of that business. And we're going to talk about fan service and anime. Stay tuned. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Otaku Movie Anatomy. Hi, everybody. Hello. 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 <laughs> this, oh, my God. It's so it's nostalgic. I hope I hope people actually remember this, and whoever is like under twenty that's watching this probably has no clue no what this clue. is. They didn't really re-release it on Hulu or anything, did they? Never. No. no. This is it one is of those like back. good nostalgia animes that we'll never ever see. It's not like a Cowboy Bebop who's going to get like an, who gets like a Blu-ray release every two years. <laughs> like Lohina is now dead in the annals of history of oh, anime. Oh so. gosh, guys. That's oh sad times. Thank you guys for coming in and watching Otaku Movie Anatomy. Name TBD. We're trying to change it. Let us know what you should, we should yeah, change the name. Yeah, yeah, suggestions. suggestions. Yeah, be sure to subscribe, rate, and comment on iTunes. Uh, make sure you hit, hit that thumbs up on that YouTube and follow us on Twitter at the Popcorn Talk. I'm your host today, whoop, Chubby whoop. Bunny Michelle. You can find me everywhere on the internet at I am Chubby Bunny, and today we are joined by our regular crew. I am Yume, also known as Yume Warlock, but you can find me on Twitter at Yume Ninja because I could not change it. <laughs> and I'm Max Song, as you well know, and you can find me at Max Saltz at the everything, Instagram, whatever. I have a cat now, so you're going to see a shit yeah. ton of cat yeah. pictures. Can we have a cat episode? Can you guys bring in your cats and we'll like put them on the table with toys, or will they destroy us? My so, cat will probably hide will in- not instantaneously. Be, they're not camera friendly. Oh, no. Guys, we are live in chat. Also, if you go down to the bottom and comment, we can see it in the chat box, and we can talk directly to you through the internet. Ooh, uh, let us know technology. if you want a cat episode where we get destroyed <laughs> or um, if you have an idea for the new name of our show because yeah. our new format is uh, talking about themes just, just a- everything about anime yeah. anime culture anime opinions uh, I'm very happy that we get to do this episode where yeah. we talk about fan service and like yep. what it does in like the global scope of anime cool Jesus yes. Christ guys <laughs> service anime we, so we are talking about fan service uh, let's let's dig in a little bit um, if you don't know what fan service is you don't even like anime and you should get out and stop watching us um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if somehow you are a person that has watched anime for more than a year and you have somehow not like seen fan service you must be blind yep like you're actually not watching it like even listening to it you can tell that it's fan service <laughs> yeah. so there's really no way that you you don't know you what the hell know, we're talking yeah. about it's, it's insane that you wouldn't know fan service yeah. at this so, point so uh viewers if you haven't noticed by now our new tone for the show is cruel and angry at you <laughs> <laughs> Which is fine. Yeah. Which is how anime fans should be. Yeah, let us obviously. Know in, let us know in the comments if you agree or disagree with us. We'd love, <laughs> love to fucking know. And we are looking at chat, so feel free to jump in the I'm chat and tell us that we're wrong, even though you're wrong. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> I feel like that's the best. The best title is <laughs> "You're Wrong." Yeah, we're, you're wrong. <laughs> we're just gonna roll and roll negative here. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's let's go 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 go. Um, so, what is fan service, y'all? Um, you may know it as uh, the. The little bits of anime that are there to intentionally please the audience. Uh, Wikipedia had a really, like, thorough-as-fuck um, <laughs> description of what fan service was. Um, so the term originated for Japanese media, but it's been around for ages in all sorts of manner of films yeah. uh, before that. Um, it's giving fans exactly what they want, which is vague as fuck. Like, yeah. so, but, yeah. what, but what fans want is uh, something that's sort of a little, a little sexually suggestive, um, it's giving them, uh, it's called gratuitous titillation. Yes. 
um, it's intertextual references also so it could be fan service could also be like hey you guys really like my last work and I'm gonna like have a cameo of like Asuka and this like in the background something yeah. like, like that can also be fan service but for the purposes of this episode we're talking more about the sexual innuendos um, typical uh, fan service can be things like uh, nudity any kind of eye candy if it's just somebody in a maid costume varying states of undress Upskirt uh, shots. Yes, yes. Accidental, yeah. accidental, accidental exposure. Uh, call that. One of my favorite is called etchy wind. It's where the wind blows up skirts and they go, mm-hmm. and you're like, wow, that was unnecessary. And confusingly, it's not just about seeing the panties. It's about like the springtime of youth. Is like how yeah. was like, what that represents, yes. which is you know for a Western audience confusing if you are not a big weeb like we all are. Yeah. Yep. Um, and then also there can be things like uh, the jiggling of boobies, which I'm going to say boobies instead of breasts because that's how I roll. Yeah, um, boobies, known as the gainax, the gainax bounce. Gainax bounce. I mean, yep. the gainax bounce true. is famous. The- Let, let's be let's be <laughs> honest. To be fair, I feel like breast physics animation shouldn't be something that they necessarily take forever mm-hmm. because I feel like Madhouse has always done breasts yes. a little bit better. Like, to begin <laughs> with, like Ninja Scroll is a very good example. You're like, grade A animation of breasts seems realistic. I wouldn't, I never knew when I first watched it because I had never known what breasts were really like. Um, but now I know better. I would have to say, pretty good. <laughs> pretty good. Yeah, so the, the boobs of the uh, anime. Uh, females tend to move in the way that physics does not allow in real life. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So, but uh, fan service can also be such things as going trips to the onsen or to the beach that we see characters in bathing suits. Yeah, um, you have your uh, yeah. stereotypical beach episode yes. or onsen episode. Onsen, yes. uh, those episodes are always trash. Those are always that is definitely fan service episode. But I always yeah. like I like look forward to them. Yeah, I look forward to the you, trash. You you know because you know it's like you know it's coming. It's a part of. The, the meta. I don't, yeah. know, I don't know why yeah. it's called. The meta of anime, like the formula yeah. of anime, usually have it as sort of this weird breather episode. I think uh, the problem was when anime was first coming to America, that type of stuff wasn't really allowed. So uh, one, one standout example that I remember is Outlaw Star. Mm-hmm. Because Outlaw Star... <laughs> wasn't even on Earth. <laughs> it was, I mean, it's, it's, it's very like... It was like titillating for a good portion of it. There's a lot of fan service in mm-hmm. it, obviously. Um, but there's one episode that's missing, and it's actually ridiculously integral to the plot because there's these things called caster shells, which are like super rare weapons. Oh, yeah. And they get it at this planet of it's like an onsen planet, so it's like they're mixing the two. And so you take that episode out, and all of a sudden he has all this shit and is talking about things you have no context yeah. about. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, so we're going to talk about that. Yeah. There are some times when that is actually necessary. It's important. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then, yeah, so fan service exists not only to see the ladies kind of uh, titillating you, but also see the men's. Um, we have a little compilation <laughs> image of just some random anime we thought of. So mm-hmm. for males, um, so, so for, sorry, sorry, straight males who like women, there are, um, there's a lot of anime, like Keijo is out, Queen's Blade, to love Rue? I don't yeah, know what that is. To love Rue. To love you is uh, it's, Oh, to love you. Get Rue. <laughs> it's called it's Rue because uh, one of the characters is named Rue. High School of the Dead. Um, and then for females, there's lots of stuff, but just two really big examples that are popular right now are that you would to be uh, Swing Club Free um, mm-hmm. and Yuri on Ice, which was very big last season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, there are sometimes anime that do favor both 
uh, the, gen- the the genders. Um, there's Shokugeki and Osoma, mm-hmm. the Food Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have mechs <laughs> in here in the category. I didn't write that. That was me. That's sexy mechs? It's, uh, but I for for anyone that's a mech out there, you know, they well, right. they identify as mech. Uh, their <laughs> Godon- Godoner is one of the well, probably only series where they have, like, bouncing breasts on giant robots. Wow. wow. Yeah. See, that sounds interesting. Yeah. It's like, go See, ahead and try, nerd. So, I mean, yeah. like they have, they have like these fucking like boob cannons or whatever, but they're like in, you know, they're fifty stories tall. You know, they're just like fighting other fifty story tall robots, but still gain expanse. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. ridiculous breast Robot. size, et cetera, et cetera. Watching that, which is cool. Um, so there's a lot of people out there who are really pro fan service, and then a lot of people who are really anti fan service. And we're here to tell y'all. That there's both sides to the coin. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to start with uh, Max. Going to tell us about why fan service can be a good thing sometimes. Um, I think like fan service is good if it's used as a comedic element. And I, I think the standout example is Love Hina. Uh, it's <laughs> one of the old school anime that you it know we had of our our yeah. ten of our ten anime that we we were able to watch uh, in America mm-hmm. when we were younger. Uh, Love Hina is definitely sort of the he- quintessential harem anime. Um, kind of set up the formula, and basically, you know, the main character's whole thing is like he's very clumsy, and so he doesn't he doesn't like undress these women like for fun. It's just something that happens accidentally, and oh, it's I a fell. part of his it's yeah. a part of his character. It's sort of in a weird way the thing because he's like a nice guy. That is his only one mistake slash curse, and he knows it. Like he doesn't necessarily like it either. It just it's just this weird like they've kind of turned uh it as a part of the character building and the world itself where it's kind of like weirdly okay but it's always like used as this kind of like oh he's a nice guy but he's also kind of an asshole who always like addresses women not that he's doing it on purpose but accidentally. <laughs> yeah. so there's always like that that tension behind it which is me obviously over analyzing the hell out of this because like it kind of deserves that much reason there's not really a good reason for fan fiction per se I personally don't think. But at the same time, it also doesn't matter so much, depending on the series, to where it's a, a, a big negative, I would feel like. At least in this particular example. Right. So, yeah. I mean, that's, I think, as, like, a comedic device. Like, for instance, there's a lot of shows out there where, like, uh, it's always sunny. Dan, Danny DeVito being nude or whatever. Like, that is a funny thing. Like, you know, there's, But that's not a sexy that's thing. That's not though. a sexy yeah. thing. Sure. <laughs> Let's that's be fair. Not. He looks like a potato yeah. with a head on. Yeah, yeah. But, but the whole thing is it's like using like the like physical sexual comedy is a thing that is been strewn throughout, you know, all of our media culture, mm-hmm. regardless of whatever, you know, like country comes from. Right. So, Yeah. Uh, and then Yume has a lot of really good examples. I actually took out my part because he had so many great ones. I just wanted you to keep talking. Yeah, <laughs> so, like, in terms of, like, fan service anime that is still great anime, I think it always boils down to how aware they are of the fan service and what they're using it for. Um, the greatest example, I think, is Kill a Kill. It is exceptionally heavy on the fan service. Mm-hmm. But... Um, like a lot of these, you'll see that it's it's very not one way or the other. Like the costumes are alive, and they change yeah. into these hypers. Uh, the the stronger you are, the hyper like revealing they are. And it doesn't matter if it's a girl who wears it or a guy; it's revealing on them. That is just the purpose yeah. of the of the uniform. And, and really, it be see the thing is like Trigger basically used it as mm-hmm. this device where it's 
not about them being naked. It's about people that are clothed and not clothed. Yeah. So you'll see uh, the rebellion, if you will. Uh, I forget what they're called. Uh, nudist, nude, beach. nudist Beach. Nudist Beach. <laughs> um, their whole thing is like they don't wear clothing because con- yeah. clothing in this world is this thing that like controls your free will. Right, and so it's like you're freeing yourself from it. So there's sort of like that symbolic element, but also once again, it's a part of the world building. Yeah, yeah. and then they do have the gratuitous like fan service, like the boobs jiggle when they get very hyper revealing yeah. outfits, and <laughs> there's like thongs, there's this gratuitous butts, but it's you'll it's it's both sides when the when the dudes wear it, you see their their cracks and their pecs yeah. and and the girls, and I think outside of that. It, it is generally a very well written and hyper stylized anime. That's what wins it. Um, the focus is not so much on how sexy we can make this, but but even there's times where like the the costume changes and everybody in the crowd will call it out like, oh my god, why why is that outfit that way? <laughs> um, they basically address that. Yes, this is fucking ridiculous. Um, another standout one is basically Shokugeki no Soma or yeah. Food Wars. Yes. Um, I think one could argue that outside of just like whenever things are delicious, people's clothes explode or they yeah. feel like they're nakedly romping inside this food. It, the the food animation itself is a service. Mm-hmm. It's it's hyper stylized. Like there's so much detail into it. It's basically made so that the person watching it wants to eat. It's food porn, basically. I've never watched an episode of of Shokugeki where I wasn't hungry. I had to be eating something, otherwise I would get hungry. And it's just part of that, like, it's not the thing that you're watching. It's part of something that moves the plot forward, and it's funny. It's a a very lighthearted way to look at it. Yeah, and it's extra. I mean, like, yeah. the, the characters don't have to be actually naked to mm-hmm. show that the food is that good. Mm-hmm. But because it's, like, it's it's literally orgasmic food, it, yeah. it's funny. It's funny, but yeah. it's also interesting about the food that it makes yeah. you do that. Yeah. Like, I mean, obviously, you got to understand, like, the, these are basically shown in animes. No matter what, you know, these are geared towards young men, men. you know? And so, you got, I think there's this level of, like, yes, I don't feel like all young men need that in their anime, mm-hmm. like... Maybe that was an older traditional thing, like when, um, like America's obsession with Playboy for a while, and like mm-hmm. hustling things like that. You know, that used to be like kind of not pornographic, more like almost artistic, but a little, little raunchy, a little risque. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and it's just sort of like these styles that are evolving because I feel like as we get older and as the audience gets older, we want more things with substance, yeah. and clearly these these kind of like mix the two. It's great because it goes for younger audiences, but it's also great because it kind of goes for adult audiences. Yeah. You know, everyone that's seen Soma that I've recommended, mm-hmm. like, people love it. People love yeah. it. People yeah. love it. Food is universal, but also because it it doesn't just show, like, girls being kind of undressed. Yes. It shows it's boys. It's boys, yeah. It's boys, like, one yeah. of the main, like, supporting characters just runs around in an apron and, like, yeah. sweet abs. And yeah. Like, um, yeah, like, Nishiki Senpai. <laughs> like, Nishiku is his name. It, it, it basically, it does that thing again where it's, like, he just runs around with, like, a funidoshi and an apron yeah. and... People are like, why are you wearing just mm-hmm. an apron? And he never addresses it. Yeah, nope. He's just like, even nope, the, this is who I am. Yeah, even the chairman, right? Mm-hmm. Like, his whole thing oh, is yeah. like, yeah. his whole thing is like, if you make really great food, he just undresses. Mm-hmm. And he's just like this unrealistic, like, body of yeah. muscle yeah. and mass for, like, what, I don't, know, I don't know, like an 80-year-old man or something, you know? So it's like, mm-hmm. uh, uh, this, it works because they've... They know how ridiculous it is, and they play to the strength yes. of it being ridiculous. Yeah, you but, know? but to be fair though, like even in Soma, like when when at least in this year's because they show both 
genders being kind of undressed. When the men are undressed, it's comedy. Mm-hmm. And when the girls are undressed, it's, you know, it's, it's sexual. sexual. So it's, yeah. it's, it's a little I mean, unfortunate. It, yeah. But at the same time, there are titles that are just aimed towards women where the men are being undressed is sexy. Yeah. So this, yeah. is a, this is a different thing, though. But in yeah. this case, it is the men uh, being undressed is And funny. I feel like you, the, the women, it's, like, sexy. But also, like, it is still very much, like, realistic not realistic. Did I say realistic? That's a dumb way to put it. Uh, it when I it's very in my clothes comedic. All the time. Yeah, it's, it's comedic. comedic. Yeah. You know, like even for the women, it's comedic. Though it is, I think there's this idea because they like it seems like they put like way more work into it. You know, because mm-hmm. for them it's like a weird, sexy thing. But at the same time, it's like they're covered in like fucking onions, or they're yeah, like yeah. they're like dancing <laughs> with the duck man. Yeah, you know, like it's, <laughs> it's still a certain amount of comedy. I think the last one for me that I listed is one that I think is up for argument, but it's prison school. Prison school, at first glance, looks very much like it's specifically targeted at only men who want to see these kind of like sexy, hyper, hyper sexy situations happen to these other women. But it's literally like, I would compare it to basically like South Park. It's very <laughs> much so ridiculous in the sense that like, yes, there are times where like they go to the school where there's only four boys, and these four boys are then put into prison, which is super unrealistic. Yeah. Inside the school, and the the like student council is basically punishing them for being men. But these guys also try to manipulate these women to do like squats, or one of the, one of the girls thinks that one of the dudes sees her peeing, and and so it gets her upset. So they they kind of put them in these situations where the men sometimes have the upper hand, and yes, the women are seen as sexual objects, but on the other hand, the women there, they kind of take back control and punish the men and treat them like, kind of like objectify the men in like that they're trash and they're just meant to be beneath women. But they're also trash. Like those four yeah, dudes those are four basically... Dudes are they're, they're, yeah, the whole thing we is judge like, them. That, trash. that work uh, in general is like this world of just ridiculous people. Yes. Like not even people. They're just these caricatures of yes. like... Uh, I think the good thing is they play on these archetypes yes. that, that you see what, that kind of associate with fan service, you know? Mm-hmm. Because it's not... They're not necessarily always characters of substance. Sometimes they are literally just there for fan service. Mm -hmm. They don't do fucking fuck all. Like, they don't contribute to the story or anything, or they're super ditzy, and, like, they don't know what the fuck is going on, and then they're just boobs fly out, and they have no reaction because they're dumb. And that, I feel like, is... Not what this is. This this these characters are kind of like ridiculously complicated, and then also this kind of like sexy parody. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to describe. I, I would say if there's like an American equivalent, it would kind of be it would kind of be like a hyper version of American Pie because that was basically all about sex. You know, yes. it was basically about um, uh, a young adult trying to like get in grips with what the hell yeah. it means to like you know have sex or be things being sexualized. Mm-hmm. In his life, as yeah. that's just like a part of life, you know what I yeah. mean? So, and I think like in in prison school, it's just like there's just no level at which they will stoop or stop. Like nothing is sacred. Like every single thing that you can think about dealing with sex or like puberty, they they hit it, yeah. and it happens on both uh, both genders, and it literally punishes everybody and rewards everybody the same. It's just so ridiculous that. When you when you kind of read it, it, there's definitely like okay, well, one side is not suffering more than the other, or it's yeah. like, or it's just pandering. It's literally like, no, this shit is ridiculous, and we know it's ridiculous. We don't care. I, I feel like the theme that's kind of like that we use through all of these series that we say are good mm-hmm. is the fact that they use 
they kind of like number one realize what the hell fan service is and what it is as a device and they kind of see it from an outside lens and it is ridiculous in that it's not necessary but let's fucking put it in anyway it's all very self-aware yeah and also the fact that like they use both genders as opposed to just being one gender Mm -hmm. you know it's it's a good. It's it's a hard balance. It's yeah. definitely a hard balance. Um. So we gave really good arguments about why sometimes it's it's good. Sometimes it's funny. It adds it adds things. It's comedic relief, or it, it aids the plot, or as part of the it's integral to the plot. Um. Unfortunately, there's lots of times when it's just like there, and you're yeah. like, "What the hell, man? I was just trying to enjoy my anime, and this shit just happened for no fucking reason." Yep. It's true. Um. So you know, a lot of so the, the argument for cons against fan service is that it's it's generally anti-feminist. Mm-hmm. It doesn't add to the plot. It objectifies characters or genders um, for both for both genders, mm-hmm. uh, and sometimes can be in- inserted jarringly into otherwise a normal plot. Um, there was a really long article on Kotaku recently that got shared around a lot. Actually, I saw it quite a bit uh, mm-hmm. last year, um, <clears throat> talking about you know fan service and why. Kind of like it did explore both parts of it mm-hmm. um, in the in the article. Um, it does talk about um, the reduction of women, especially young women who are turned into objects without desire or agency. They're just there. They're just props for the men to play mm. with to give people, like, to make, you know, it's, it's basically like softcore porn. That's yeah. what it's It's for. fantasy fulfilling, basically. Yeah. Um, but so, in the worst way, really. Yeah. Yeah. So, unfortunately, um, one of the examples that was brought up in this article was Rail Wars, and this is an anime that I try to watch, too. Because yeah. I was like, oh, cool. Like, the, the premise is people who go to school to learn how to be like the ultimate train conductors and I'm like that's yeah. really niche and that sounds so neat like I want to watch this yeah the yeah. first episode and I was like fuck this and for exactly the same reasons as um, they mentioned in this article uh, Channing Kennedy is a uh, dr- the director of the San Francisco Zine Fest mm-hmm. um, I'm an anime fan and he and this is and this is the mail and he mentions that um, he was so excited about seeing it too but of course as soon as you know like Five minutes in, you just see, like, a close-up vagina shot of a girl trying to, like, search a train compartment. You're like, what the hell? Like, I thought this was about, like... It's okay for the girls to be sexy and the boys to be, like, cute. But, like, why are we seeing her vagina for no reason when she's, like, yeah. trying to learn how to be a better They're also real conduct... Like, what yeah, the like, fuck, yeah, man? Like, so out of the... Look at them. They're yeah. supposed to fucking, like... Run trains. There's really not. There's, there's no, no need to make yeah. that shit yeah. sexy. It's a, It's already an unsexy premise. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like... It's, it's something that, like... Whereas, like, you have things that are ridiculous, like Prison School and, like, Shokugeki, where it's like, yes, it's ridiculous, but it's grounded in some kind of reality. This is not grounded in any yeah. kind of reality. And you see a couple anime like this where it's like, what the fuck? Like, and that's unfortunate. And those are the ones you probably shouldn't watch because they, they didn't. Yeah. Yeah, the they, creators are just like, we just wanted to see sexy girls and we hate our jobs. Like, you know what I mean? They didn't. Yeah. There was no yeah. thought put into it, and that sucks. But, you know, but there's an audience for it. Yes. Um, there are videos uh, that, that there are. There are huge audiences there's for it. There's audience for it, but, like, Sorry, I'm a feminist. Oh, I'm a human being. Like yeah. that sucks. Like I don't, I'm just like it's, not into it. It's There's one no of those reason. things that, like, if you actually want to watch fan service anime that is of highbrow or quality, mm-hmm. this is definitely on the bottom. Like yeah. it's just not good. This yeah. is this is basically the abuses of fan fi- yeah. fan service. Yeah. yeah. Um, another really quick example is um, in the same article. Uh, so Amelia Cook, she's the editor in chief of the website AnimeFeminist.com, mm-hmm. which you guys should take a look at it. It's, it's. I mean, it definitely trends towards, like, all fan service is bad. Yes. When we just talked about how sometimes it can be good integral to the plot, and it's, it is kind of cultural, too, that mm-hmm. we we'll, yeah. we'll have to admit. But um, it's important, I think, to know both sides. Uh, she mentions um, in Seven Deadly Sins, which is, like, this new thing that Netflix is counting, is, like, Netflix exclusive. Like, y'all didn't make that. You licensed it, okay? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we yeah. know what They happened. love that. We know what it is. They love doing that with anime. It's I like, we, we Netflix, understand. Get your shit together. But, like, in the first episode, the main character is, like, 
ooh, a woman sleeping. I better make sure she's a woman. I'm gonna, like, fondle her breasts and, like, lick her and smell her. It's like, what the fuck, man? Like, it's so, like, like non-consent. Yeah. And it, so, on one hand, it's anime. You look at this stuff and you're like, well, it's not real life. It's not, like, it's not supposed to teach us how to be as people. On the other hand, people are watching this and, yeah. like, they're thinking, like, oh, this is funny. This is, like, yeah. it's funny when you do that. It's basically teaching, like, that consent is not something that you should ask yeah. for. That it's, it's something that, oh, if you didn't ask for it, it's still funny. Yeah, it, it can it, lead it, to a hilarious situation yeah. in which you'll be forgiven for. So, like, stuff like this is, like, again, it's anime, so we shouldn't take it too seriously. But it's also, mm-hmm. like, but it's... So it's a reflection of society. Yeah. So it's like sad. Why anime? Why you do this yeah, to it's me? It's just very like numbing and normalizing of this. What is technically assault? Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's there's no there's no see there's no argument against that. Like yeah. if people feel that way, that's a hundred percent how. And you're totally right. The whole I personally like the series. I don't like that. I don't mm-hmm. think that was ever a necessary thing. And they kind of tried to explain it off, but it's like. It's once again a totally unnecessary thing. Yeah, and they, it's insertion. You they try to like play it off as him just kind of like being a pervert, but it's like, and that's the problem I feel like is mm-hmm. like it's a very clumsy and like unnecessary way to have that be a character trait. You can yeah. be perverted, but you don't yeah. necessarily have to direct that at anybody. Um, and it, it's the whole thing is it's like it's a hard argument especially because there is a cultural thing and mm-hmm. it sucks because <laughs> Japan's treatment of women isn't exactly stellar like yeah. there's no one has ever said that before you know that is <laughs> Japan is not like a, it's a like the 50s over yeah there. like yeah. a female friendly country yeah. at all and you can see that it's a problem we're lucky in America because those problems aren't necessarily so big but at the same time it's very much like it's very much there yeah. it's not Japan but, like, we can't deny it as everybody is equal. Like, that's yeah. a naive thing to think, mm-hmm. especially in our media sort of thing. Yeah. So, in this case, my points were just, like, it's, like, morally wrong. But we have other other reasons why sometimes fan service is just, like, what is happening? Uh, Max, mm-hmm. you have a good example? Uh, okay. So, <laughs> uh, this is going to be a two-parter for sure. <laughs> two-parter. Um, because there's... The the reason that we decided to even do this topic, just in general, is because we watched Handshakers, and that yeah. shit... <laughs> It was not bad. Only, not only was it visually awful, but like number two, it was like so gratuitous in its fan service, but in the worst fucking way. Yeah. And the whole premise is like, you know, you like, I guess I don't know, you fucking shake hands with the swimmer, or like you hold their hands, and then you gain these powers, and you can't let go because it deactivates some shit like that. I don't remember because yeah. it was trash. Um, but for the most part. Like, one of the characters, like, the main antagonist comes in, and it's, like, this dude that's basically abusing this woman. And, you know, like, the whole thing is, like, S&M culture is kind of another weird part of in this, like, anime subsection archetype. There's a lot of, like, S&M, like, doms and uh, subversives. Like, that is an, a character thing that, like, kind of runs throughout. And I just feel... Like, in this particular case, without any context, like, it's just bullshit. Like, it's just, it comes out of nowhere, and you're like, wow, these are not characters that I ever wanted to ever see. What the fuck is going on? Who the fuck knows? That's super extreme, right? There's no, there's no grounding, there's no reason for it to be there, but it Mm -hmm. is there, and so it's fucking jarring. Um, uh, And then there's also, I feel like the argument of fan service is, for the most part, that's just what people want. It sells. It's just another mm-hmm. part. It's like an art form or whatever. But the fact of the matter is, it's not necessarily ever used really well. 
and Hybrid X Hearts Majka's Academy, <laughs> which I've I tried to watch like a second of it because there's like these these kind of genre of anime where it's like women that have like mech shit on them, which I feel like is a very interesting concept. <laughs> this one, unfortunately, is basically just about like they got to get horny for them to be powerful. That is a dumb fucking premise. <laughs> I, like whoever can whoever like. That's like, going a, to be like, that's like actual porn premise. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah like, this is like a kind of like... But the whole thing is it's like, if you're going to fucking be a soft... If you're going to be hentai, be fucking hentai. Like, yeah. be your own fucking genre. Don't play this off as like it being any sort of entertainment. <laughs> you know, like... It, I, it, I basically feel like it's one of those porns that try to have a story behind it. Like, you yeah. know, like, oh, uh, plumber person. Like, it's stupid. <laughs> I really don't order yeah, pizza. Yeah, it's literally <laughs> like, make your decision. Do you want to be hentai or do you want to be etchy? Like, yeah. just, you can't be you, somewhere in the middle. It's so it's so muddled and messy and lazy. And the whole thing is, it's like, there's, it's, it's such a fucking bummer. Because, like, I have seen such good, like, action anime that have, like, this kind of subplot of it. Like, oh, we need sexual power. Fuck! No, you don't! <laughs> it was good as it was, you know? Like, there's a great premise to it. There's just, like, great action. And then all of a sudden, you just muddle it with this crap. And I feel like the problem is that fan service is abused to the point where it's just, like, this fucking lazy device to sell a series from whatever your studio is. And that's basically how I feel about, like, some shows. You know, like, really bad shows that are just pandering to you. Like, mm-hmm. Big Bang Theory. It's kind of... like yes. it, it's Like, if there was... Burning a fire. <laughs> yeah. If there was, like, fan service uh, TV show out there in the world, that would fucking be it. Because all it does is it just throws out things that you know and you're like, oh, here are references. References without context. Mm-hmm, fan yeah. service without context is bullshit. And yeah, at this point, yeah. no, one, no one ever yeah. fucking falls for it. So yeah. it's like... It, it sucks because, like, in this anime industry, like, I remember there was a point where I'd be like, hey, yeah, I watch anime. Like, you like anime? And they would be like, oh, yeah, is that, like, that weird shit with the cat girls and, like, the fucking, like, boobies? Yeah, You're yeah. like, fuck, that's not what anime is about, unfortunately. Sucks, yeah. I get that a lot. Yeah, yeah still. we still get that a lot. Still, yeah. And I mean, it's the same thing as, like, like you said, where it's, like, Big Bang Theory, where it's just, like, when you think of nerds, it's, like, mouth-breathing basement dwellers. It's, like, that's that's not what geeks and nerds are, mm-hmm. you know? And, like, it, that is what fan service yeah, anime. Yeah, we're cool, god damn it. Yeah, look at our hair. <laughs> we're trying so hard with our yeah. hair. Come on, guys. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, it, it's just, that's, like, it's unfortunate because it's this, at this point, really abused device. Yes. And anything that's abused or anything that's overused or anything that's fucking just seems lazy, then that shouldn't be a part of the art form, right? We should at least try to push it out. You know what I mean? Just naturally. Yeah. Uh, Yume has another really good... Oh, man. She has a good argument for why everyone's favorite anime is trash. Let's go. I've said this before. I have such a love-hate relationship with Yuri on Ice. (laughs) But every single time someone, usually a woman, tries to tell me that Yuri on Ice is somehow groundbreaking and displaying male, like, LGBT relationships, I tell them, no, you're fucking wrong. (laughs) Yuri on Ice is exactly what... Fan service anime is, but instead of like the u- usual TNA that they give boys, it's for girls. What is Yuri and Ice? It's literally two two dudes usually hugging and jumping into each other's arms in onsen naked to each other and pretending to be like, oh, in love. And I'm like, yeah, but who is this for? The intended audience is not is not they're not trying to show an actual realistic relationship. It's basically like 
pecs and butts and abs for women and they totally fall for it and to, to kind of like to kind of just build it up into this thing where it's somehow more meaningful than it is it's kind of like I feel like both fans selling themselves short and not being honest about what it is. It's like, if you're going to shit all over, like, male fan service anime, you have to acknowledge that Free and Yuri and Ice are doing the same exact thing, mm-hmm. but for a female audience. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I didn't I didn't ever think that was ever a question. Yeah. And the thing is, like, I, it's so weird it, because you're totally right. Yeah. And the whole thing is, in my view as, like, a dude... I, I just feel like, oh, that's just sort of like evening the playing yeah. field. You know what and I like, mean, in that, a way? Yeah, and I'm I'm not saying that, like, it's evil or anything. Don't get me wrong. I super enjoy Yuri and Ice. I watched the shit out of it. But it's the it's this kind of, from what I'm seeing, is, is a lot of people saying that, no, it's actually much more intelligent and meaningful. I'm like, no, 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 no. It is not an... In- these two dudes are not intellectually battling each other and nah. falling in love. They're literally dancing and sitting in an <laughs> onsen. On yeah, <laughs> dancing on the ice, wearing matching uniforms. Like, come on, guys. This is not highbrow. Okay. Yeah. I've got so I really like Yuri and Ice, and I did hear and I did hear really good stuff from other my friends, you know, other fans. Um, but I, I totally agree with you. But I think the problem is like with us three is that we're old as fuck and we've seen a lot of good, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. we've seen a lot of great uh, representations of, of male, homosexuality, yeah, yeah, of like male relationships, like homosexuality, mm-hmm. um, and we've seen a lot of shitty stuff too, where yeah. it's like the guys can't like commit to being. They're just like, oh, I don't really like men, but I love you. And I'm like, that's, I mean, that's a that's a, that's a trope. That's a trope. Yeah, that's a trope. In in um in uh, BL pairs. And, I mean, that's unfortunate. However, however, rebuttal to that is that a lot of people who are just getting into Crunchyroll, just getting yes, into the streaming right. anime, this is the first main title with, like, pretty good animation. I was told it was bad, actually, but I thought it was pretty good animation. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty good. And good. Bad. Yeah. It's good and It's good in the first three episodes. It's, it's yeah. repetitive. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but it's the first kind of anime that was... Um, very overly homoerotic that people could actually see easily. Yes. English yeah. subtitles, not shitty animation, mm-hmm. clear storyline that other people also that like both genders like they could talk about yes. like in public about um, in the anime scene. And I think that's what made it so big. Yeah, I know. Like, it's I'm this not, generation's like yeah. you know. I'm whatever. like not shitting on the fact that it is totally a phenomenon. And yeah, I think the easy access is what it has given it the platform that it has. But I think it's definitely one of those things where like you don't. Like today, you don't see you don't see Scarlett Johansson and, and go, oh, Ghost in the Shell live action. It's the new Matrix. I was like, no, 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 no. It's like the cycle of Yuri on Ice did not create the genre that yeah, it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is. It is. Uh, it is. It is very well written, but it is built upon the pre- its predecessors. And I think yeah. people have to realize that its predecessors are chock full mm-hmm. of BL and. Female but, fantasies. you know, again, one more thing in defense is that the, their relationship is actually is actually integral to the plot. Because if, yes. if if Yuri didn't love um, his coach, he wouldn't try as hard. The yes. whole thing is about sure. him proving himself that his coach's work was worth it or whatever. It's like their relationship but I, is but integral I, to the, him becoming better. Absolutely. Um, I don't think them being in an onsen together is totally like a thing that yeah, needs to be there. that's thrown in, for real. But yeah. that's, that's definitely thrown in. But once again, for me, I don't necessarily feel like it's a terribly bad thing because for the most part it's like subtle it's yeah. there's like these hints of it yeah. you know like if like a good example for me at least in my head is Tenchi Muyo which had that for for like little cuts mm-hmm. you know what I mean and that was probably like the first oh, time because yeah, they had onsen in the place they were living yeah, in they, in, in they, the they run an onsen like oh, basically okay. yeah yeah. Uh, so you know that's the whole thing 
is there's as long as it doesn't over encapsulate everything. Yuri yeah. didn't do that, but the whole thing is as a, a story about the relationship about two men. However, I don't think it's necessarily the best example because yeah. in a weird way, it doesn't ever cover. It covers ice skating really well, and I think yes. that's a very interesting premise. But the lo- like the relationship between Yuri and the coach is like not it's vague. They leave it's it very, very vague. super vague. And they don't. I, they're like, are we? In, they don't ever say like they're in a relationship. Yeah. They're like they are in. They are in coach student love with each other, and I'm like, I don't. Yeah. I don't know if that's like a real coach. Yeah. Like what? What is that? You know, like in terms of mm. like good material of exploring homosexual relationships. Not the best. Yeah, example. and that's not yeah. the, that's not the point. Yeah, the point wasn't the, that. Yeah. yeah, and I think I, I think that's it's my more so that I don't want people to think that I hate Yuri Nice. It's that I don't like what the fandom has turned kind of it into. Turned it into and put, put it on this pedestal of like, no, we you need to look at it and, and accept it for what it is. It don't try to make highbrow art out of something that is. It's very good, yeah. yes, yeah. but it's definitely not not what you think it is. It's definitely yeah. fan service. Yeah. Um, real quick in chat, uh, thanks, Judy Amara. You've been, like, real vocal. Sorry, we were, like, really, like, deep into this. Um, thank you for your comments. Uh, and then, uh, Vane, what's up? Uh, Lauren Markland. <laughs> what's, what's up, up? What's, what's wrong with you? She's saying, she said, come through. Uh, sorry for buffering. Um, I guess uh, to wrap up the segment, we just want to talk about, like, where, what's the future of fan service, y'all? What are your thoughts about it? What the future of fan service? I mean, like, it's here to stay, man. <laughs> Like so, just like viewers, like don't get us wrong. We we all like actually like yeah, fan service. We love fan when service. it helps the plot yeah. or when it's funny or when it's good. You know. I mean, personally, I don't even fucking really like yeah. fan service at all. Like, so, I, mean, I think it's just the well, empty fan service is the worst. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, to be to be very fair, of the three of us at this table, I think I watch a shit ton of of fan service, and I've watched stuff like Queen's Blade and enjoyed it. Queen's Blade is not good. I it's, hate but Queen's Blade so bad. It's absolute garbage. <laughs> it's, but this bitch it, loves it. Though. Yeah, it's dog but I shit. Like it. I love Monster Musume. It's absolute garbage. It's like I love. It's kind of cute though. Yeah, I love cute, the yeah. absolute garbage stuff. But I know exactly what I'm getting into, and I know exactly what it is and what its downfalls are. Yeah, I think fan service is about like. It's like it's like understanding that it's shit. Like it's yeah. understanding that it's like you are a, you are like you, you are making me like it. It's a very base level, but then I guess I'm gonna stay here for the plot and whatever the hell else is going yeah. on. Like sometimes you, you yeah, if it's good enough yeah. and you understand like emotionally, like I'm like that's so why there's this whole thing about like being garbage. We say we say like yeah. oh we're well, we trash because like we acknowledge that the shit we like is really base. Like, it's very yes, true. It's, 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 yeah. it's pop culture in the most pop culture. It's like you would be basic if you like Transformer movies or Michael mm, yeah. Bay movies and you really thought that was higher. Like, it's not. It's not. You can enjoy it. Yeah. But, like, you know, you have to also acknowledge the fact that it's not, you're not going to fucking win an Oscar for yeah. that. Yeah. You know to what me, I mean? like, the easiest example for females is like, it's Twilight. If you like Twilight, yeah. do it for you. It's not highbrow. It's oh, never going to be yeah. intelligent. We all love trash. We yeah. love it. <laughs> Fifty Shades of Grey is a fucking great example. And for some reason, I can't not see fucking Fifty Shades of Darker, Grayer, or whatever the hell darker, it's called <laughs> everywhere. And the fact of the matter is, that is basically soft pour corn for women. You know, yeah. the, the whole thing is it's like... Media has always been saturated with this shit. Like, yeah. that is always a thing that people will kind of, like, gravitate towards. But, like, why does it exist? That's the whole problem, is they don't yeah. ever ask why it exists. Mm-hmm. What does it do for the story? What does it do for the characters? What does it do for the fucking series in general? Mm-hmm. Like, they don't think about that shit, and they just gratuitously show breasts, and that is what we would call poor design. 
Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. We gotta yep. think about this shit. Um, real quick yeah. to wrap up, I want to talk about our favorite, <laughs> our fucking our favorite fan service moments. Our favorite first moments. Fanservice. Yeah. Do you guys have a favorite fan service? So for me, um, it's not like a moment, but like the series is built on how much fan service has like made people into like trash, and it's um. What's the English? I don't know the English title. It's uh, uh, oh, love uh, kiss him, not me. Yeah, kiss him, not me, which is on the front row. Yeah, basically the whole series is about uh, some girl yeah. who just loves BL Fajish, yeah. and how she doesn't even give a shit about her own personal love. Yeah. The series, the finale ends with her being like, because they all confess to her, like all these like beautiful men in her in her mm-hmm. high school that she loves being paired, and she's just like. You know what? I just love my new anime that's coming out next month, and yes. you guys just be with each other because this is my real love. You're asking me like honestly to my heart. I just love I love fictional fake shit. I don't like real stuff. I can't deal with, and like that's me. That's the most real shit that's ever happened. That's <laughs> uh, fantastic, right? I think for me, not a moment, but like a series. Well, the, the beginning of the series is um, Ore. It's basically uh, my sister is not cute, which oh, yeah. is I hate the ending, so don't watch the ending. Oh, don't don't even <laughs> yeah yeah. Uh, yeah, but. It's basically about a brother and a sister who don't really get along, and then he discovers that his sister's really into, like, etchy games about, like, that are, like, Cisco like, little sister kind of etchy games, and then he's like, what the fuck? But they bond <laughs> over it. But there's, like, ugh, like it's basically harem. Like, his sister depends on him, then, then her friend, then their other friend, and all these girls just, like, love him, and I'm just like, okay, whatever. They but end up think, getting married, spoilers. Yeah, That's yeah, why you should never watch it. Don't watch the end of it. It's and terrible. They're not, they're not like step-brothers no, and sisters. They're, they're like legit blood brother yeah, and sister, Jesus. and then it becomes like legit incest. Yeah. It, why is there so much incest shit in anime? It's because I it's a that. trope. It's, it's a, a trope. It's a but trope. Like, why? It's a it's a fetish. It's a fetish it's thing. It's a fetish thing. Oh. It's a fetish. So I feel like if you're gonna watch Oremo, watch the entire thing except for that last episode. That last yes. episode really ruins the I entire actually, season. I, I feel like that's not even a part of the manga. I think the manga that's not even a thing that it's exists. I think it was just like them trying to wrap it up in some yeah, fucking way. Yeah, it's like it's when I feel like it's what happens when when like you pander to people and be like. Yes, we're gonna reward all the fans because this is what they really want. I'm like, no, that's not what we want. That's gross. You know, like I don't want that. Yeah. Nobody wants that. Yeah, no, nobody no wants that. that. Everybody wants them to just have a very fun relationship <laughs> and him to go buy his sister some some itchy games about ciscons. No, that's no one. I mean, I don't. I wouldn't say I would even want that. Really, <laughs> I mean, it's cute. It's a cute series. A cute I remember series. watching yeah. it, and it's like, oh, it's like them trying to bond over something yeah. really fucking weird, which is in in. The aspects of like comedy, yeah, it yeah, makes it's sense. Funny. It's a fucking ridiculous premise, hence it's funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, incest, though, not funny. Yeah, it's not so funny. Gross. <laughs> um, shit, my God, I the whole thing is I don't really have like a favorite uh, fan fiction moment. I think or fan service, fan service moment. Just I, because, like, uh, to me, that's. Maybe it's just because I've seen so fucking much of it that like it, <laughs> we're dead inside. Of I, I, I like totally, that Max is the one that doesn't like it. <laughs> I just it just totally I just totally ignore it. There's nothing about that that has ever like I'm like oh yeah that's a good fan service like you know what I mean like that's never been a thing for me. I don't know because I'm very much like I'll watch uh, uh, Madoka. You know like Madoka no fan service about girl. It's fucked up. That's my whole thing. It's like dark, dark, well-written shit. Like, I love that. Um, I would say if I had to, I had to pick one. Uh, I would say fucking House, uh, High School of the Dead oh, was yeah. probably. Okay. It was too much for me, it's honestly. It's super dumb. It's super dumb, and the breast physics are totally the ridiculous. Breath, the breast but let me, let me tell you how many great dank memes have come from that. <laughs> yes. So, in terms of like furthering internet meme culture, 
I give it up to High School of the Dead. To be fair, that High School of the Dead is like an anime mixed with kind of a, a, a slasher flick. What is that called? Um, Grindhouse. Like, Grindhouse, the, yeah. The style of Grindhouse. So in a stupid way, if you had to justify it, it's like, yeah, it is extreme. It's like prison school where like that shit is a, a part of it because it is a zombie action killing anime. You know what I mean? So, uh, right. yeah, I gotta hand it out to them. So dank got, memes, dank memes, dank memes. That's like, we've that's got not a camera. Emo, we've got dank memes, uh, <laughs> prison school, and then I just fucking like girls. I just like Fudoshi, like, as a culture. Um, everyone, thank you for watching our super weird episode. Yeah. <laughs> we will not be here next week because it's V Day. Yeah. The Valentine's Day. Got a date with For Honor. That's. <laughs> got a date with his new cat. His, his and my cat. With his cat don't say Honor. that. Don't, don't take yeah. that out of context. Please uh, leave us comments. Let us know if what we should name our new show. Should we yep. have a cat episode? If you should guys we have, have suggestions, we should for, absolutely have cats. Yes, we should have cats. But if you guys have suggestions for other themes for episodes, yeah. please let us know in the comments. Let us know in the comments. Yeah. Yeah. All right, I am Michelle Chubby Bunny. You can find me everywhere on the internet at I am Chubby Bunny. I am Yumi Warlock. You can find me everywhere at Yumi Warlock, except for Twitter, which I am still Yumi Ninja. <laughs> and you can find me at Max Saltz at the Everything Twitter, Instagram, Instagram, Twitter. <laughs> yeah, those things those you can find things. me on it. Those things. All right, thanks guys. Uh, keep it fresh. Watch all keep the boobs fresh. and butts. See you later. Bye bye. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit PopcornTalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.